And this is Elle. And this is season four. Episode 49. Of Not Your Girlfriend's Podcast. And welcome. Welcome. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, last time you left us, we talked about being single again. And here we are. um, Still single. uh, Yes. So we're still single and we've been going on dates and... Yep. We are still in the city. The pandemic is still in full swing. Mm. Um, Some may argue, but, you know, it's still here. Well, like, at least with New York, we've done our bit. Like, we've, like, paid our dues. We've done really good quarantining. People are still wearing masks and things. But they're still going going out to eat. We're just opening up. Um, Whereas some states are opening up without actually ever having properly quarantined. Right, like, right. we're properly quarantined for three months. So, you know, if I see someone on the gram go out to outdoor dining or I do that like I don't judge people too hard if they're in New York mm-hmm. it is interesting because now we have people who are coming back from their states that they were quarantining in yeah the people who left the city yeah and like I don't know where I I stand with that really because I mean if there was a feasible like I don't know if you left New York City to like quarantine with your family or whatever and you took a test and everything was fine and safe and you're just more comfortable there and more space like I get it um and we've been like I've been going up to Westchester on the weekends yeah, after the first initial quarantine for a month which is actually a really good thing that I did that because my family had cor- had corona mm-hmm. um and I was here and I, and I never actually got it because I was quarantined for that first month um but I think you know constant testing and that ties into what we're about to talk about which is corona dating how do you date (laughs) in the midst of coronavirus yes um so luckily i think we were mourning our breakups for the first like month two months we were which kept us indoors and distanced and safe as can be yeah because at that point it was just all like video chat um yeah did you ever do a video chat date no but i know people that did and i know dating apps that changed their platform like hinge you can now just like video Hinge, on like the if app. you exchange more than two messages with someone it's like hey do you want to have a video call and I'm yeah. like no chill yeah so like it's definitely something that I think is normal that people have done I've not really done it because I've because again like we seriously started dating within the last two or three weeks and those last two or three weeks we've not entered phase four of New York so yeah. like well I mean granted so I was dating back in June and June was when things started reopening up in New York and so like I felt safe meeting with people or meeting with, like, a person here and there after, like, vetting out Mm. what their, you know, what their social distancing practices had been like. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, like, video chat, like, was big at that point already and people were doing it but it just like seemed weird to me i literally don't care for an emotional connection (laughs) (laughs) like at least at this point in the breakup that i'm not really like i don't i'm not gonna get anything out of video chatting someone if i would video chat i want to be my fucking boyfriend i used to have which all we did was long distance video chats it just felt a little close to home for you too close to home yeah for me i like like i had moments where like you know, I was like, I could enjoy a, fi- a video chat. I do enjoy attention. And, you know, it would be nice to speak to someone. Right. Um, and, like, you know, especially because I was living in a new apartment with people that I didn't know. And, like, I was pretty isolated. And, you know, you can only, like, harass and FaceTime your friends so many times a week. Yeah. Um, before they get tired of you. So, like, I would have been down for a video chat with someone. But it just, it just seemed too weird. I was kind of yeah. like, as much as I would do this... 
I'd kind of rather just wait it out. Like, I don't need it that bad. Yeah. Yeah, because you're not really getting much in exchange. Um, not to show anyone who did it, but, like, at least this is for you guys, like, listening. This is where we're at with the dating. We're now dating in real life. <laughs> so yeah. we're going to skip over the whole video chat part of it. Right. I think we can't really, yeah, we can't really attest to, you know. Um, yeah. Like so I've been in a couple uh, quarantine first dates. One of them I talked about last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been on better and worse ones since then. <laughs> so kind of the etiquette, at least for me, when I meet up with someone, um, it's always a discussion about, you know, neighborhoods and where they live and depending on your radius. And with like the subways are running, but they're closed at night now for cleanings. And it's just like not as reliable. And also it's still gross because it's still the subway. Yeah. Even though they are doing these cleanings and even though it is emptier, it's like I'm not okay taking the subway. Yeah, I'm still like, I like... I'm just not going to take a subway. Mm-hmm. So if I need to take one to get to a date, it's just not going to happen. Yeah, exactly. So um, at least for me, it starts from the matching, where my matching, my radius is now smaller. Um, and I only kind of are matching with people who are in Brooklyn or lower Manhattan. Yeah. Um, and then, like, because maybe I live in Bushwick, I think a lot of people want to come to this neighborhood because we've been doing kind of takeaway drinks and there's, like, so many bars walking distance to each other. Yeah. And Bushwick is, like, a well known yeah. pocket of Brooklyn so yeah so like I found more often than not guys would readily want to come to my neighborhood even when I say like let's meet in between they're like Williamsburg <laughs> like <laughs> okay like that's totally fine for me right. um, so I've driven to a few dates I've driven to like one date and then I've just taking Ubers otherwise um, or walk unless they came to you yeah yeah basically that's my mode of transport for the date I'm not taking the subway they might be taking the subway but that's on them that's That's our own shit okay so wait so first you vet out like location wise and transportation feasibility and figure out if it's something that can actually be done where you're both okay with transportation well like uh, yeah even when I look at their profile when I'm messaging them it says like on hinge it says your neighborhood um, and on the other app says miles away dude I don't even match with people who are in Manhattan anymore yeah to be honest like I like once in a while if I see a guy who's like particularly cute or particularly like looks like someone I want to talk to I'm like okay sure but it like always kind of tapers off because it's like am I really going to take a subway to Manhattan to see you no are you going to come to Brooklyn like Manhattan people do not like to leave the island so I just assume that the answer is going to be no yeah no it's totally true I think it works both ways I think people are just ultimately dating closer to their home or closer to their neighborhood like it's just changed dating in that very fundamental manner of New York where it's like oh yeah like it doesn't really matter where you live because everyone can take a subway there but now it's even even more important where you live and like Right. You're just dating within your neighborhood. Within, like, walking distance a lot of the time or, like, close Ubering distance. Yeah. So there's obviously been a change in that. Um, And, yeah, so once we, like, meet up, decide a destination or whatever, usually I'm choosing the place. As you guys know, I like to do that. And that's still the case. Um, With outdoor dining, uh, that's been really, like, built up now where, like, now bars have, like, fully, like, into the streets, like, tables, chairs, all of this stuff. Um, And then, like, I'm wearing my mask when they first come, or if I'm, like, sitting down and have the table outside, like, I'll have my mask off. Um, But, like, usually the etiquette is, like, you wait for them and then outside, and then, like, once you both see each other with a mask, then you take off the mask (laughs) (laughs) until you're seated or something. Okay, wait. So, to back up for a second, to back in, like, the pre-planning 
stages. Do you ask any questions about their coronavirus thoughts and feelings and, um, you know, social distancing it comes, it comes up. And like, I think with the coronavirus, I think everyone has a personal responsibility to test themselves. And if you're not doing that, you're dumb and selfish, genuinely, because it's absolutely free to do that in New York City. Yeah. Um, results may pen for may a while, yeah. like, which is an issue. But like the, the point is, if you haven't got an antibody test, or a chronotest, like I, I can't really respect you. Right. <laughs> like, because you're all here on a date, you know. Right, like, right. if you're gonna put yourself out there into society, you know, this is like fucking debutante. If you're gonna put yourself out there into society. You just gotta do the do right and be tested, you know. So I get tested like pretty much once a week, once every week and a half. Um, my roommate, if there's like my roommate gets tested, I only live with one other person. If he gets tested, then I'm like, okay, I don't need to get tested that week because we. Right. Where I live right. together and we've I've never gotten a positive test back I don't have the antibodies so I've never had corona so like I've been pretty on top of it since fucking January in terms of following this and I've been on top of like the testing since it's been opened and you and I have both done like kind of group tri- trips um, yeah yeah. So it's actually come up in conversation where someone's like, oh, you're like, you're going away. And I was like, yeah, don't worry. We all got tested before and after. Right. And it was, you know, fine. And, and that's why I kind of when people are shitting on people coming back to New York, I don't want to like agree with that because people can also look at my life and shit on that. And it's just like everyone is doing what they think is right, you know, in this pandemic. Right. And the best thing you do is be responsible about it. And I think if you get tested, you don't need to quarantine for two weeks because then you ha- you have a negative test. You know, right. if you get tested and you after going on a date, you came back negative, then you can go on another date. You know, like you see, like it's a reward system. Yeah. <laughs> so <clears throat> get tested. You can reward yourself with a date knowing that you yourself is negative or are negative um so we talk about it like a little bit and like there I think everyone's kind of um almost over compensating when they talk about the testing and stuff it's like well I've only seen these people and I've only been out this amount of time and I haven't been back home and all of this stuff so I feel like there's definitely some um over embellishment with the quarantine which is good though which is good but like you can't take those seriously as well like i think everyone wants to make sure like i'm taking this seriously but we're about to meet up for a date for the first time with a stranger i've never met like look on like there is a part a part of it that is like yeah we are being irresponsible by doing this but you can be less irresponsible by taking a test um i'm not saying this is like you're not you're gonna go on a date you might possibly get corona that's the risk you're taking that's a risk you take when you go to the grocery store it's the risk you take when you leave your house exactly and so sometimes even within your house i'm not regret if you're out there and you're single you're like i don't want to get corona like but i fuck i feel you and my advice to you would just be do what you think is right you know like if you know you know if you're immunocompromised you know where you're going you know the people you match with like don't be like the thing is also with the people i match with none of them have been outward fuck boys like I've not been with any like kind of guys I would never go on a date with someone who doesn't think the virus is real doesn't take it seriously like you know there's a politeness you, so you have some kind of conversation on the app to establish right a feeling of whether that person yeah, is taking it seriously I would say or not. yeah early on uh yeah for sure. Yeah. Now it's kind of do like... You, like, Do you ask any specific questions or do you just kind of try to feel it out? I ask um, if their roommate is there. Like, and that kind of brings into like, if their roommate went home, if they're, how many people they're living with. 
So, like, I'm gauging that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, um, of course, more people you live with, the more, you know, uh, you know, probability there is that you'll be exposed right. and stuff. So, like, I suss it out a bit, um, but nothing like nothing serious. Not like, when's the last time you got tested? Like, okay, so yeah. I ask all of these questions because I recently you do. had... No, well, I'm asking you because I recently had a situation where I was, like, talking to this guy, like, not extensively, but for a few days on Hinge and at... Like, on day three, he was like, oh, something, something about our conversation, or should we just meet up in person? And I was like, oh, well, it depends. Like, first, I have to ask you the fun and flirty predate, you know, 2020 questions. Like, have you gone anywhere recently? Have you been tested? Do you know if you have the antibodies? Yeah. And it was like, I didn't know this guy well. We had talked for, you know, on and off for three days. So I'm like, I know nothing about you, where you've been. Right. So I asked these questions. He replies, literal eye roll at this. And I'm like, you can roll your eyes all you fucking want. But like, I'm not going to risk my health and the health of like the people around me to go on a date with a literal stranger. Yeah. Fuck you. Like, we're like, what? How is that the response? Right. Right. So I'm like, if you like you can do whatever you want. But like, if you're not taking this seriously, then it's just not worth it for me. Like, I'm not going to go out with you. Yeah, no, for sure. It was weird because it was the first, like, I feel like in every other, I mean, in most of the other conversations that I've had where, you know, the idea of meeting up in person comes up, somehow Corona gets brought up and there's an understanding, whether it's like a, an actual, you know, me having to ask the question or them just volunteering the information. There's some, hey, here's what I'm doing to stay safe yeah. and some volunteering of that information. Yeah. I think if I think back, every conversation has had something like that. And right. I've been in New York the entire time. So the people I've been going on dates with, they've all been in New York the entire time. Mm-hmm. I think now in the next coming weeks, when you get people moving back to the city, coming back into their apartments, it's going to be a definite conversation you need to have with somebody. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think that like when in doubt, like if you're like for our listeners, like if you're, you know, nervous about it and you're thinking about going um, about like dating again and you haven't been and you know you want to suss it out like I think it's totally valid to ask those questions totally valid and I think that actually shows you what a dick that guy is because like there are people using this pandemic as a reason just fuck around like and you know like my brother told me one of his friends like moved down to the city recently and terrible (laughs) already terrible and he's just been going on tinder and having like different girls over like every week yes because it's a good excuse to be like oh well i don't want to go out to a restaurant but you can come over i mean like it's the perfect excuse and he's fucking all these different girls and like i was like has he been tested you know my god on all rounds and he's like no he's just been but he's also fucking what 22 years old 21 Mm -hmm. years old like i think i also if you're younger listening to this like there is less of a chance um as far as they know right now that you can get it but like because they did say that in the beginning but then there were stories about about literal like 22 and 23 yeah. years dying from it no i i agree it. and i know those stories and that's what i'm saying like there might be that thought process yeah, that, you're yeah, yeah, that you're maybe not immune. as yeah, right um susceptible but you are yeah yeah that's also just like early 20s and you know teenage mindset for everything it's just like i'm invincible honestly like i mean it's just it's sex just all sex first and foremost right, on your, right. <laughs> your mind nothing else matters um oh i'm gonna pop this <laughs> 
today's podcast is sponsored by <laughs> well we're actually not sponsored it's, we're not sponsored we're just drinking we're um, drinking hard seltzer now we're not drinking yes. whiskey I know uh, two robbers craft hard seltzer is our was our first seltz of the day orange mm-hmm. mango flavor pretty good pretty good um, no sugar I don't know if I like the no sugar I you know I like it because it's not that sweetness that I know is going to give me a headache later mm-hmm. but at the same time it just feels like I'm drinking regular seltzer yeah it doesn't hit there's something deceiving doesn't hit but it's cool but it's like a Philadelphia like um, brewery and it has it tastes good 5.2% yeah yeah um, and the next seltzer we're drinking is High Noon, which I love, which is my personal favorite. Um, so fucking good. This actually gets me drunk and actually tastes amazing. Like I, 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 I 100 calories. We're actually saving calories because two robbers, 110. Wow, look yeah. at that. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Um, High Noon, I think, is also the only seltzer that actually specifies a type of alcohol. Ever, all of the other ones are just like, you know, alcohol. Yeah, because they're made from like malt or something else that is just like some kind of like low grade, unnameable, questionable alcohol. High noon's literally like vodka. (laughs) So you've asked your questions, you've set the stage, and now you're on your date. Yep. So so I'm wearing the mask. And this is also really difficult when you're wearing, like, lipstick and makeup and shit to have shit on the inside of your mask. I yeah. mean, like, so um, I'm waiting for them. And usually, like, I would like to get a drink and just sit down. But I really, I don't know, like, with the recognizing somebody and then talking to the hostess, I figured out the easiest way in this pandemic today is just to wait at the front until they arrive. Um and then they show up with their mask and then like we both sit down and then we take off our mask and then the date starts like a, just like a normal date um and it's fine like i've done this with like order at the bar order at a window um and then they would just either me or them would get the drinks and wear their mask when they get the drink and then take it off and they come back and i've done this where we're not wearing masks but the server is wearing a mask and then they'll come so it it's fine like once you're sitting down it's just a normal ass date you're on base yeah you're yeah. safe you're safe um yeah and then like of course a first date usually ends with like a kiss or something if it's good mm-hmm. and i would say i am less likely to kiss now on a first date like bad if it's a bad date like i usually i would probably would be like oh let me see if it's actually like a good kiss a bit of curiosity whatever but now like i went on a date i think it was last night and it was a not a good date mm. <laughs> and like he was not really putting the moves on me super like i tell he was trying to put the moves on him uh, on me with being like while being respectful but i was just not picking up or yeah, like yeah. leading into it um and i probably could have gone for a kiss and he would definitely kiss me but at, at that point i was like i knew i did not into him and there's no point of me risking like corona for this fucking guy like i don't want to see him on any account so um yeah for me it just makes you really think about if you like this person or not you're like do i want to risk getting corona for this person and if it's a yes then go for it if it's a no then you know (laughs) that's so funny because like i don't know i feel like even pre-corona I mean, and there are obviously exceptions to the, you know, to the, to the usual, but I feel like I normally, like, I know pretty, pretty early on in the date if it's going to be a no for me. And then when saying goodbye, I'm just like, you know, I, <laughs> even pre-corona, I'm like just six feet away from them. Like, okay, bye. This is nice. Yeah. So that there's no like opportunity for them to even like lean in and, 
you know, try it. But yeah, it's like, I mean, I did go on that one date that I talked about in the last episode. That was my first date post breakup, first date in Corona, like, and first date with the guy. Mm -hmm. And like, we kissed like drunkenly towards the end of it. And that was like, weird and you know I was kind of like oh shit is this okay am I gonna get corona but <laughs> yeah I mean you can't just get a test yeah That's it. exactly you can't like you can't just like not live yeah no um and like I've been going on so I had that first date yesterday that was like not a match and then um I've been kind of seeing this guy not even like he I've seen him twice, and honestly, after the last time, I was like, I don't want to see him again. But you know when you have, like, a bad, a particularly bad date, and then you're like, oh, well, the other guy doesn't seem that bad oh now. Oh, my God. <laughs> In comparison. So I'm kind of feeling that. And, yeah, so, like, what hit me the wrong way with the second date? So the first date was... Um, we had plans to go to this place called Ten Hope in Williamsburg, which is amazing. And they have an actually an outdoor section that's like built for them. Like they already had it built for the summertime. Do they have oysters? I don't know. But their their food is, looks looks really good. I okay, haven't okay. actually ate there, but I had their fries. Um, and their cocktails are amazing. Okay. Um, so it has a really nice, like it doesn't, f- like that's what I mean, like it doesn't feel like you're on like the fucking street of New York with sirens going by mm-hmm. and like sewer smells. Like this is actually really nice. So that's why I started going there for like first dates. Um, and now it's like my go-to recommendation. So we went to Ten Hope and... Um, oh, we tried to go to Ten Hope, but it was closed. It was Monday. So oh. I was like, oh, fuck. So I always have a backup plan. Like, I am known for having multiple spots and whatever. I always know if there's, like, one bar, bar B. That time, I was just so excited to go back to Ten Hope because I had such a great time. Like, not a great date, but just a great time at the bar. <laughs> that I, I didn't look up for a backup place so I was like oh fuck like when it was closed I remember like walking on the street towards the bar being like oh fuck it's closed and I'm like cursing to myself I was like fuck's sake and then I get a text message like it looks like the bar is closed and I look like around I'm like oh my god he must be like in my vicinity and he was like coming from the street like around a car and I was like oh hi <laughs> um, so we started walking around and I was on Yelp and we decided to take like a turn down the street and then we ended up at this dive bar that served uh, $1 oysters and I was like oh my god oh, can I get a name? I literally can't remember it's like unmarked Williamsburg bar oh, I love that <laughs> now I need to know it even more yeah um, so at that point I was like cool like this is a dive bar selling oysters it was already like fuck do we get this but it's a dollar right right so we ordered the oysters we get a beer and a shot uh, you know Miller High Life and a whiskey shot and the waiter comes back out after a bit. He's like, oh, like, the power just went out. I'm just going to check on those oysters to make sure they're, like, okay. They should be fine. I mean, but, like, I'm just going to check. And we were like, oh, fuck. Oh, boy. And we ordered another Confidence round of drinks. Is dropping. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like, fuck, these oysters are only a dollar. Like, Right, like, is this cool or is this sketchy? Yeah, at this point, it's like, fuck, the power's out. A dollar oysters. We're like, fuck. If he comes back with the oysters, we're not going to say anything. If he comes back without the oysters for the third time, we're going to say, 
say, forget about the oysters. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. comes back with the oysters. Okay. And we're like, okay, so I guess YOLO. We're just going to eat these oysters. And they were really good. We never got food poisoning. It was That's amazing. That's good. Um, so then we were headed to another bar, but then I got distracted because I recognized the street and I realized we're next to Banter, which is like this British pub in Williamsburg. And I love it there because it's British and blah. So I was like, let's just get a pint. <laughs> so we go to Banter. We have a pint. And um, after that drink, I suggest we go back to my apartment, which is always the move because I have a sick rooftop and like... I would rather drink at home always. <laughs> yeah, you're just, like, hospitable, too. Like, yeah. I would not bring a guy back and then want to, like, fix him a drink and entertain him unless, you know, unless I really wanted him there. Right, yeah. No, I at this the state was going okay. He was he is, he is a lawyer, so he's a bit, like, dry. I mean, he definitely... I don't know. I felt like he just didn't... He was young for a lawyer. He's 25 and already completed law school and is working as a lawyer. Like, he went from undergrad to postgrad, like, immediately. Okay. So, I don't know. I felt like he didn't... He was always working. Lawyers are always working. So, like, I was like, this could be good or bad. Like, this could be good because I can only see him once a week. So, that means I won't get attached. And, like, also, it's not going to be something more than it is. Like, it can just be, like, a, a once a week fuck. Yeah. And that's fine with me. And that's all I want right now. Um, so I would, or it could be like, you know, bad that I'm like, oh, well, I only see this guy once a week, but I'm again, not fixated on one person right now. Yeah. So he's pretty cute, pretty nerdy. Um, he's a tallish blonde, like super blonde, like, like almost looks like an albino. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Um, so we came back to the apartment and I was like vibing him a bit and we, I think we did end up having sex that night. Yeah, we did. Wait, was this your first date or second date with First date. Okay. Yeah. And I think at, th- at this point, we're like, he was, like, very also good with the physical touch in the date. Like, from the first bar That's to the so second important. bar. He put his arm around me. Like, I put an arm around him. Like, we're holding hands. That's so important. Like, it's really important yeah. to, to establish physical contact mm-hmm. pretty soon. Yeah. Because then you also suss out, like, okay, is this person actually attracted to me? I know they are because you're on a date. But you don't, you don't know, really. And if you wait too long, it just becomes awkward. So I like that he was very, like, good with that early on. Right. Um, And made me feel comfortable. And then made me feel like, okay, like, yeah, I can, like, make out with this guy. Like, this would be fine. And, yeah, so we ended up having sex. It was pretty okay. (laughs) It was fine. It was fine. It was better than the last guy I fucked. Okay. My, um second date second first date after the breakup and that was just kind of just like I just desperately need to fuck something like I needed to do that for myself like so um that that was a disappointing lay I mean not my usual type a bit bigger than usual and then like I'm not talking his penis because that was a bit smaller than usual (laughs) a lot smaller than usual so like I was disappointed all fronts yeah um, surprising proportions overall. Just very surprising proportions. You'd think someone that tall, I mean, usually right. that statistic, it works out fine. Yep. So, yeah, like, I wanted a good lay after having kind of a terrible first lay post-breakup. Right. And then he gave me, like, a good lay. Um, that was pretty much it. It was good because I was good. It's like a palate cleanser. It's like yeah. that time that, that one time that I had really bad oysters, mm. they were, like, kind of, like, I, they were kind of old and they were blue points and they just didn't taste fresh mm. and it just like left a really bad taste in my mouth and then I needed to have 
good oysters yes. to reset. Yes, like exactly. Sometimes, you know, you got to just like cleanse the palate. Yes, yes. And I get totally back to like that. homeostasis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So, um, so you had a palate cleanser. I had a palate <laughs> cleanser and he was pretty chill about me bringing my bike vibrator out and stuff. And like, and he That's was like, good. he's 25. So I feel like he doesn't have like a ton of sexual experience. So right. and that was kind of apparent, but like it was, it was moldable, malleable, you know? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. um, that was a pretty decent first date. And then he texted me like once or twice after, but I was, wasn't in the mood unless it was to make a, plans for another day. So we ended up making plans like a week after and the week after plans, which was my last date uh, or second date was him coming over and we'll get like get stoned and I don't know, just hang out. So he came over on Sunday around like like five in the afternoon and I was having a day because I was coming back from Westchester. I spent the entire weekend like setting up parties and graduation parties mm-hmm. for like friends and my sister and like coming back I was like cleaning the apartment watering the plants like had two hours yeah like all of this shit I was doing so like when he caught he got in I was a bit frazzled <laughs> and I, but I was like you know everything was fine you know like I was fine the apartment was fine um, but I was still kind of in rush mode I suppose so we hung out for a bit, chilled. Um, almost immediately, we had sex, <laughs> which was, like, good. But then after that, it's like, okay, great. Now what do we do? Like, I could have been fine with him leaving. But then we decided to, like, order Thai food and watch a movie and blah. What did you watch? I don't even fucking remember, honestly. <laughs> honestly. Sounds like it was good. Whatever. Like, it was a whatever. I just, I think the date went on a bit too long, like, for me. Because, mm. like, we don't, we're, we're fine. Like, I just don't think we have a ton in common and I feel like I'm just trying to hold the conversation. You know, like when you're the one doing all the heavy lifting, Mm -hmm. like I just felt like that. Um, So yeah, it just like, I'm fine dating him like for like short dates, but these long dates, like I just can't do. Yeah. And the hard thing about having someone back like at your place is that you have no exit strategy oh god right? yeah. like you can like politely hint that like i have other things to do but they are in your domain and you can't physically leave that place oh yeah i've now used a million excuses in the last two or three weeks to get guys out of my apartment because also i just invite guys back here because of the rooftop and shit right that it is just like a mood i feel like that's your playbook now yeah so like if i want to get them out it's i have an early interview i'm driving up to westchester um i've i don't know like literally i just make up a million different reasons and mm-hmm. i can't just put them all together oh and then God. just say these words at them and then hopefully like do you, do you want me to go i'm like yes please finally fucking leave <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to have to work on the exit strategy better. Something better, but... Um. That's so funny. Like, I'm usually <laughs> just like, I'm going to kick you out now. <laughs> like, I mean... Like, genuinely, maybe, that's my line. Maybe it's just I like, should just say that. Yeah. Stop being so nice. And it's like, I mean, but you can be fun and flirty while saying... I'm going to kick you out now. It's fun and flirty when a girl does it. Yeah. Well, you're a fucking girl. I know. I know. I have to remind myself <laughs> of that. Like, <laughs> I could never. <laughs> you can go. You, you're excused. <laughs> yeah. So um, the second time, just the day just lasted a bit too long. Yeah. And luckily, he's like not staying over because of work and shit. So that's totally fine. Um, and I would not want anyone to stay over. I just like... That's like... Yeah, that's like a lot to take on for an early date. Like, I would say like 
before the fourth date, mm. you know, staying over. Unless it's like late night, you guys are, you know, it's the end of your night. They come back to have sex and then just stay the night and they're out first thing in the morning. If you have to be up and entertaining someone mm. while awake in your home, that's a that's a lot. Yeah. Uh, he's an amazing cuddler, though. I'll give you that. Great, Aww. like, body. Great, like, body heat. Good cuddler. Really, really cute. Like, yeah. So I would say there's definitely pros to him. So why I'm keeping him around. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> um, so it's also, like, in these quarantine times, it's really nice like the idea of having like a consistent you know mm. repeatable yeah something repeat offense <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> i wouldn't call it that <laughs> so um he left and in my mind i was kind of done and there was multiple reasons for that so like the first time he came over my roommate was not here the second time he remember roommate was here p and he's been on the podcast and um okay so like he asked me uh, like he, the guy who I went on a date with, the lawyer, right? He asked me what he should bring before he comes over to my apartment. Mind you, I'm like, you know, supplying the weed. And then I end up ordering the food on Seamless. And he brings the whiskey. And when he's leaving, I'm like packing away things. And this is my dumb bitch moment where I should have just like put the whiskey away. But he brought the whiskey and I was just like, it was in my hand. Like I was putting it on my alcohol shelf. And I was like, oh, like, do you want the whiskey? (laughs) And he was like, well, actually, I might like fancy a drink later this week. And I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> like, seriously? Like, no tact. Like, seriously? Like, I get it. Like, first of all, like, the first date, like, our oyster date was maybe around, like, 70 bucks. He paid for that. Then we had a pint each at Banter. I covered that. I covered the Uber, Uber to my apartment. And that was just the first date, which I think is fair. That's a pretty... Fair. Yeah. Fair, fair, fair. Second day, come over to my apartment, smoke my weed. I order the food on Seamless. And then even though, like, he was leaving and he was like, oh, like, I could have ordered the food. And I was like, well, you didn't say that when I was ordering the food. And also, my apartment's hard to get into. Like, I have all the things already saved on the app, like, for my address. Like, I'm not going to ask you to Venmo me. Like, he offered, but I said no. Because I just feel like that's, like, not like classy yeah to like count like a Vemo. I don't know some of the romance out of it when it's that early on yeah like for me it was just like you either could have insisted on getting it on seamless which you did not because we talked about ordering Thai food we talked about a place I knew then I ordered it on the app this happened over the course of an hour so you had ample time to say like oh let me order it yeah 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 where do you order from none of that just kind of like threw away the comment at the end when he was leaving and then to take the whiskey that you bought guaranteed it was bullet rye but like like I want that like obviously that's why I asked you to bring whiskey to my house so like he left with the whiskey and that really bothered me it really bothered me yeah because it's also like I mean that's like what a $40 bottle of whiskey it's not like our tie to perspective guys was like maybe 50 bucks Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's just weird. It's so weird. It's like, I don't know. It was an awkward moment, I think, for me and also him. Like, I feel like 
he should just he should have just like left it like be he let it be you know it doesn't matter if he sees me again yeah. like the fact that he took back the whiskey just like really did not play well in my eyes this or guy's my mind. 25 yes yeah that makes sense though. it makes so much sense he's 25 and I don't want to be forgiving of that but like this is like a 25 year old counting pennies you know right like <laughs> like oh if that's my alcohol then I have to go buy more alcohol again like, yeah fuck, it's like to do for them yeah uh, so I was a bit annoyed and I had completely no plans to see him again and then I had a a bad date that week Mm. with this guy and it was not bad because he was like a terrible guy it was just not a match and it was funny because um, I looked him up before the date and he was actually friends with my friend like in college like they were roommates senior year Mm -hmm. Um, it's actually Jay he was on Saturdays for the boys he is Jay's senior (laughs) senior year college oh yeah yeah. we love we love Jay Jay's definitely like a close friend of mine and this guy is like a a a whatever friend like this guy hasn't talked to Jay since they graduated Mm -hmm. so like in terms of like owing him something I'm like I really felt nothing and I was texting Jay throughout the night like lol on a date with your roommate he was like is it this guy's or that guy and he actually guessed correctly oh my gosh um and then he's like, yeah, I didn't think you guys would be a match. I was like, we're not. <laughs> so wait, so you didn't pre-vet this guy with Jay. No. You just texted Jay during the date. Yeah, because I wanted to give him a fair chance. Yeah. I didn't want to, like, you know, you ask a friend's opinion. You don't know what they're going to say. And, you know, you don't want it to, like, taint, taint um, your perspective on that person before you even meet them. Right. So, um, and this date was planned, like, weeks in advance pretty much we just kept chatting and then I had to be the one who was like do you want to go on a date he's and this was his first date out of a breakup and interestingly I've been noticing a lot of these guys they're all recently broken up with like within the last like three months quarantine breakups quarantine breakups quarantine breakups the market is full yeah guys guys if you're single genuinely great time to be single yeah (laughs) I mean terrible time to be single too but sure for some reason or another everyone's fucking single now Every, basically if your relationship isn't working you fucking know it so you're gonna break up now right. or you've already broken up yeah so uh, there's actually yeah. pretty much only two fields of people right now it's mm-hmm. people who are who have just broken up with someone and are now single or people who are pushing off their wedding <laughs> like that's it <laughs> basically those are the two realms of society right now yeah so uh, definitely like a lot of people on apps for the first time going on dates again for the first time like Mm -hmm. doing all this again so whatever um but yeah he was just like a very nerdy awkward kind of guy who couldn't like really read social cues and i felt like talked at a lot of the date where he would just like go into long stories about his past and shit things i don't even care about okay two takeaways from when you told me this one no one likes a fucking monologue no if you're this is the vagina monologues right like if you're if you're bringing something up on a date it has to be something that you want to converse with the person about if you just want to talk at them about it like try to have like a little bit of self-awareness for that and maybe just don't like just think to yourself do i want their input on this thing that i'm about to bring up and if the answer is no then skip it because the point of the date 
You can, you can fucking, you know, you can soliloquy in your room all day long. The point of the date is that you're there to connect with someone. Yeah. And a first date should be, like, a round of 20 questions back and forth. Like, it should be question, question, question to each other. Yeah. And if you're not asking somebody a question for a long time, then you're thinking, you should be thinking, I'm an asshole, because you are an asshole. Right. I'm just there to talk about myself. Right. Like, exactly. So, like, there was very little question asking, um, genuine question asking, and things like that, that probably best part of the date was just hearing about my friend in college (laughs) and who was you know way more interesting than this guy um so the date just kind of ended and he was like oh wait sorry and the second thing i had two things on my checklist and the second thing was um if you're gonna talk about like this so you said that this guy was talking about like high school and about like college and things in the past that you had you had no way to relate to so again it kind of like ties into the first point but like if you're if you're gonna like launch into like a long story about something from the past just to tell it and there's no like relevant point that you can that the other person can connect to from it again just skip it yeah at one point i was literally listening to him talk about his little sister's high school track coach drama with the english teacher and i'm just like why right (laughs) why like people don't really want to hear drama about people that they have no frame of reference no they know nothing about they will never meet these people like it's like hearing someone's dreams. I don't yeah. give a shit because I wasn't there and I have... This means nothing to me. Yeah. I, I mean, I care about your dreams. Oh, I care about yours too. <laughs> <laughs> no <that>. one else. <laughs> Besides that. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, it was just like a no for me and then, like, um, he messaged me after on Hinge and I just thought I'll do a classic ghosting. I mean, like, I know there's a whole kind of movement online to stop ghosting and respect people and their time and shit but like I wouldn't say it's a movement I, no just a no it's, I think it's more of like an ask for men but like I ghost people all the time and like if you ghost properly and we're gonna talk about this yeah. right fucking now because I was talking to you about this L mm-hmm. um, and there is a time and place for ghosting the time yes. and place is after your first date if you're not interested you are allowed to ghost them you're allowed to never respond but if you respond, then you're opening the door. Like, again. Yes, you're saying, I want to continue engaging. Right, right. So if you're actually not interested in someone, don't text them back, actually. No, don't. <laughs> I mean, and if you want to text them back and say, hey, it's not a match for me, that's great, too. That's you fine. You can do that. What you can't do is decide to yourself, I'm not going to go out with this person again, but then just, like, keep breadcrumbing them. yes. Yes. New, new lingo, new hot, new, hot new word alert. Um, so breadcrumbing, which B taught me today, um, is apparently when you, it's basically leading someone on. It's like giving them like just enough yep. of a response to keep the conversation going. But when you don't actually have any intention of going anywhere with it. Yes. Yeah. So for example, and I've got a great, <laughs> I've got a fucking prime example for this. So, um, Okay, so just to take a step back, so when we recorded our last episode, um, I talked about a guy that I had been seeing a little bit, and he was the first person that I had started seeing after R and I broke up and after a few months of quarantine and not, you know, dating anyone at all. Um, And so I had been seeing him for a bit, and then things started to, like, taper off with us. So I went back on the apps. I finally made plans to go out with someone else. And so I went on a really great first date with this guy maybe two or three weeks ago at this point. And 
you know, it was like, I didn't feel like we were, we weren't soulmates by any means. Right. Um, we were on very different planes. He was, you know, in the creative field. I'm in like the very corporate field. And I felt like as much as we had a really awesome time together, there wasn't like a ton that we had in common. So, you know, I enjoyed the date. Um, but afterwards I was kind of like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if this just didn't pan out. Like, mm-hmm. it's just like, clearly we're on different pages here. But I texted him a few days after the date and I was like, hey, I had a really good time the other night. It's great to the point where he's really, really hot. Oh, he's also so fucking <laughs> you hot. really wanted to fuck him. <laughs> um, I described him to be as probably the hottest human being I had ever been on a date with in real life. Like, I think this needs to be noted for why you want to see him again. Yes, this guy was so hot and we had such a fun night. Like, we started off with drinks at the, like, a, buying a bottle of wine and, like, having wine at the waterfront and then went out and got um, some more drinks and then he cooked me dinner at his apartment and then we watched a movie and we drank some whiskey and we fooled around a little bit and he wouldn't fuck me. So annoying. He doesn't fuck on the first date. What kind of dumb rule is that? I don't know. Um, But then like I spent the night, like he literally gave me a big t-shirt to change into for when we like laid down to watch a movie. Yeah. So it was very much like, like, you know, he had many opportunities to be like, okay, like I have an early morning, like, you know, this is where the date ends. Yep. But he didn't. So, you know, we just, we kept vibing. We had a really great night. And then in the morning I got up, I was like, okay, I'm going to go home. I got to, you know, start my work day and whatever. Um, But we left on a good note. And despite the fact that we didn't have a lot in common, I figured we could probably go out again and like have a fun time again. It doesn't mean that we're going to get married, but yeah, you know, but we enjoyed each other's company and I really (laughs) want to fuck them. And so I text him a few days after the date and I'm like, hey, I had a really good time. Um, if you're, you know, free later this week, um, I can probably do something on Thursday before I leave for my trip. And I had told him that I was going away for a week, a week after that. So this was literally like, you know, the last few free days that I had before that. And he was like, yeah, I had a really good time too. Um, I'll probably be free on Thursday. Let's check in like as it gets closer. And I'm like, okay, great. And actually I was surprised because like... From the way that the message read in the beginning, it sounded like he was about to let me down and be like, no. You know, because he was like, I had a really great time too, period. I might be free on Thursday or like, I don't know, just something about it just sounded like it was going to be a no. Right. But it was like, actually, like, I'll probably be free. So let's check in. Yeah, that, that's definitely opening the conversation for another day. Exactly. Yeah. It's 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 leading more towards we're going to go out again than I'm not interested. Yeah. So then that Thursday, I'm, like, running around scrambling, trying to get everything done before my trip. And we didn't talk for the entire day. We hadn't talked at all between the last conversation and that day either. So at, like, 5.30 p.m., I'm, like, standing online to go to Trader Joe's to get snacks for the trip. Oh, I saw that on your story. Yeah, and I'm like, this is going to take a long fucking time. So I text him. And the fact that he hasn't texted me yet either, I'm like, clearly he's not, like you know, falling over himself. Yeah, to, this is to Thursday. Yes. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, I'm like a bit busy with, you know, pre-trip stuff. Um, so let's take a rain check on tonight. He writes back instantly. Okay. Like not a minute has gone by. He writes back instantly. He's like, okay, sure. Sounds good. Let me know when you're free in the future. And this is what's important. This is why it's breadcrumbing. Because he didn't say, oh no, sorry, here. And just leave it at that. Like, yeah. He continued to extend the invitation. Let me know when you're free again. 
AKA, I do want to make plans again in the future. Yeah. I guess he also could have made it more like hardened plans where he'd been like, okay, so like what day are you free this weekend or week? Mm-hmm. Like he could have like pushed you for a date and pushed you to like reschedule. That's but he true. did it. He left it so future. What the fuck right. is future? Yes. And I, you know, I read that and I'm like, okay, future means when I get back from my trip, whenever that is. Sure. But there's no concrete, there's no concrete questions. So it's not like a definite yes, but it's also not a definite no. Yeah. So, you know, it left the door open, like just enough that I could think, okay, he does want to go out again. Mm -hmm. So then fast forward, you know, I go away for a week, I come back and we don't talk at all. There's no like casual texting, nothing. So finally, um, yesterday, today's Friday. So yesterday, Thursday, I text him and I'm like, hey, are you doing anything tomorrow night? Obviously, I know that Fridays are high demand. Obviously, I know it's the day before. Yeah. Um, And so I'm not like entirely expecting something to pan out, but I'm like, I want to at least open up the communication and give him like an opportunity to be like, oh, well, no, but here's another day that might work. Right. So, okay. So like you text, you text, you guys have plans tentatively for a Thursday. Thursday comes and goes. You, you texted him that you're busy, nothing from his end. Then it's been about a week. You're back. You text him again a week later on a Thursday and to make plans for tomorrow, which is short notice. Yes. And he says nothing after replying like immediately before, and it's been 21 hours. Because it, right now it's Friday. it's actually 22. It's 23 hours 20, at this point. You gotta stop counting the hours. <laughs> Listen, I texted him at 3:40 yesterday, and it's 2:30 right now. So, yeah, we are just about there. And for me, like 24 hours is is my rule, but really like three hours after yeah. that, I was like, okay, time of death. That's like mal, but like also like. That lawyer guy texted me last night after us not texting for a week. Like, he left. I didn't text him. He didn't text me. Texted me yesterday. Like, I don't know. My week's been crazy. Like, how's your week been? And, like, that was a week of not talking to each other. And then, like, I was I was kind of asking, you know, what his plans are for this weekend. And then he was like, oh, I'm not so sure. And it, I just, I haven't responded. I still have intention of responding to him and probably seeing him and probably fucking him this weekend. But, like, it has been over 24 hours since he last texted me. Yeah. But also, his text gave me nothing to respond to. Yes. Okay, so that's what we were talking about, too. If there is an open prompt, if there was a question that's thrown out and the other person doesn't respond to it, that's ghosting. Yeah. Right? Like, if it's just, like, I had a nice time... Okay, that's a statement. I could respond to that. I could not respond to that. Yeah. It's, you know, it's it's not it's not something that requires an answer. A question, especially a time sensitive so you, one. You asked him a question. I asked him, do you want to go out tomorrow night? Yeah. You know, and he didn't answer. So that, to mm-hmm. me, that's a definitive ghosting. I don't know if it's... It's not definitive until tonight. Yeah, that's true. Because then by tonight, it would have come and gone. Yes. Um, also, yes. can we refresh? What were our, what was our, like, hard no and soft no? Oh, hard rejection and soft rejection. Yeah. Okay, wait. So our hard rejection was a definitive no. So if this guy texts me back and says, no. I don't want to go out. Yeah. <laughs> 
That soft rejection is the ghosting. Soft rejection is, yeah, ghosting. Because you can you can come back from a ghosting. Right. You can come back and you can say, oh, sorry, I was stranded on a desert island and there was no service. Right. You can just Casper it. You can just pop in. Right. You just <laughs> pop right in. I'm back from yeah. the dead. Yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ did, one might Maybe say. Maybe he is saving you from for later. Maybe he doesn't know his plans yet. Maybe he knows he's busy and just doesn't want to do a whole rescheduling bullshitty conversation again, because I don't want to do that either. I mean, no one wants to do that bullshitty conversation. But, like, but it's so easy. Hey, I have plans, but let's figure something out for next week. Sure, but then it's like, a, now you're pushing back not one date, but now two dates. At that point, how, how much do either of you want to see each other? So... Prior to our first date, like, from the time that we decided we want to go out, it took us a month to put plans on the calendar. That's crazy to me. That, that's insane. I didn't think it was going to happen. By the time that I was, like, getting ready to go on that date that night, I'm like, this is a waste of my time. Well, this guy then it's not gonna doesn't be take dating seriously, in my perspective. Because, like, a serious dater, like, and this is not your intentions with dating. This is just how often you date when I mean serious dater. I just mean you are going on dates once a week, right? If you're a serious dater then you take these plans as is and you take people for their word he seems to be someone who uses the apps not regularly and just kind of is not serious about dating i i wouldn't be surprised if the last date he'd been on was your date with each other coming to his apartment and honestly the way he's acting throughout that date is not normal date etiquette like he's being really nice and sweet but like almost too nice and sweet that i'm like you clearly don't do this often (laughs) yeah that's a possibility i guess i'm like part of me is so blinded but because i'm like but he's hot. Yeah. I mean, like, but hot people fucking... probably don't need to use dating apps. He probably has a fucking million side bitches. Yeah, I mean, maybe. <laughs> Says the bitch who wants to be a side Thank bitch. <laughs> I'm so for side bitch. I'm not trying to marry this guy. I, mean, I just want to, For sure. Like, side bitch is totally respectable. I just want to have fun with him. I just want to, like, go out and get drunk and do fun things with him and, like, have really good sex. Like, sure. I, that's what everyone wants, right? For dating. But, like, well, I don't, I don't well, think... I wouldn't say everyone, but some people... <laughs> I don't think a he's... A special breed. I don't think he's a serious... I don't think he takes dating seriously. I don't think he actually is going on dates every week. That's what I'm saying. I think he's, like... And this was, like, a vibe that I got from our first date, too. He's, like... This is why I don't date creatives, is because... Yeah. Creatives are so, like, engulfed in their own lives and their themselves <laughs> and their, like, personal journey and their... I'm a creative. Honing their craft <laughs> and all this bullshit that it's, like, they... They don't really, like, care about other people is my feeling like they're just so immersed in themselves and that's great for them Mm. but it's a little exhausting for me yeah so it's just not it's not really something I usually do I hate creatives too I mean like the probably best creative is the creative that gave up part of their craft for money and for a job Mm, the sellout the sellout yeah that's what I am (laughs) except now I'm unemployed there's there's dichotomy there of course of course there's growth there's also (laughs) there's also sadness they're 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 not completely the nine to five white collar job but they are doing a nine to five job they probably still have to do slack and bullshit like there's a yeah there's a normalcy to their life right whereas the hardcore creative especially in new york answers yeah answers to no one fuck you like yeah fuck you actually this is really funny because me and my friend 
and Z. So me and Z were talking about this on our trip last week where I was like, well, I don't want to date creatives. And she's a creative. And she's like, well, I don't want to date creatives. <laughs> no one wants to date creatives. I'm like, if no one, I'm like, if creative women don't want to date creative men and non-creative women don't want to date creative men, who wants to date them? And we came to the conclusion Fucking no one. That's no. why they're all single. <laughs> yeah, no. They didn't take a shower and get some fitted shirts. <laughs> yeah. And, like, maybe just, like, come up from your fucking, like, self-grandeur. I know. Um, and just be a regular person once in a while. Yeah. It, you'll still be okay. You'll still be creative, I promise. Yeah. I just... I don't think he's too fussed with this whole dating aspect. And I don't think... I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. think he's really I, looking for anything. I think he's happy with his life, and he dates, like, for fun here and there, but... Dates when he wants to. Yeah. And when it's on his schedule, like a lot of men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, which is so funny, because in that month of us trying to plan our first date, there were so many times where he was like, hey, I'm randomly free tonight. It was, like, a Wednesday night. And I'd be like, oh, well, I have work tomorrow. It's, like, kind of late for me. And he'd be like, well... Well, nothing's late if you, like, put your mind to it. Or, like, he would give me some kind of, like, weird, like, platitude about, I don't know, how I should not think that it's late. And I should just, yeah. you know, he's like, oh, it's never late in the city that never sleeps. Or, like, fuck? no, he didn't actually say that. But, you know, something with, <laughs> That's something awful. with that kind That's of, like, like a live, laugh, love, like, font quote. Yeah. <laughs> like, he was giving me some kind of, like, pretentious bullshit about how I should rearrange my schedule Ugh. to his convenience. Yeah, no, fuck you. We've been through this before with every single, like, guy on Yeah, if a guy is not making time for you, he's not that into you. Yes, yes, word. Um, you want to say that to yourself? <laughs> <laughs> Should I leave the room? <laughs> Go away, that look you just gave me just leave. So, did, did you hear those own words? I feel too seen. I'm not listening to this episode. <laughs> okay Um, but again i don't want him to be into me i just want to fuck fuck him him. it's so confusing why he didn't fuck you so confusing you literally stayed over like you're literally there i know you tried your hardest i really tried fuck yep whatever well you definitely need a good fucking post breakup i'd say i recommend it maybe not the first guy definitely the second guy (laughs) yeah so that um was, you know, the fact that I was ready to jump his bones on the first date brings me back to, I guess, realizing something about the first guy that I went out with post-breakup. I think we called him A on the last episode, but, you know, whatever guy it was, that was the only one at the time. So, you know, him. Um, We had been on four dates in total. And at the end of the fourth date, the fourth date was actually a beach date. Mm -hmm. Um, I brought him to the beach. We met up with B and one of her friends. And yeah, and we had a whole beach day. We had a lot of fun. Um, I drove us back to Brooklyn. We came back to my place. Um, We like both showered separately and then went out to dinner, got some drinks, like got a little tipsy, came back to my place. And we had like that kind of like sun drained, you know, post beach feeling where we're both like just sleepy and um, got into my bed and took a nap for a couple hours. And we woke up and he tried to like start things up, but I just like wasn't feeling it. Mm. And I wasn't sure if it was just, like, me, you know, still kind of, like, hung up on R and not being ready to, like, sleep with someone else um, or, like, what it was. But I just, like, like, I wasn't there yet. Like, I wanted to be attracted to him and I wanted to want to fuck him. But I just, like, I couldn't. Yeah. And 
you know, in retrospect, after that tapered out and then going on this first date with this other guy, like, then it really hit me, like, okay, it's not me. It was him. Like, I was just not... You know, it's not that I wasn't ready to fuck someone. I just, like, wasn't attracted to him sexually in that way. Yeah, and that was, like, from the first out of four dates you guys been on. Like, you had that feeling. Yeah. And you're like, I understand he's an amazing guy. He's, like, perfect for me right. on paper. Right, he's, like, the person I want to introduce to, like, my family yeah. and my friends. And I loved him, honestly. He was amazing. Like, I met him at the beach. He was yeah. totally, he, like, totally leaned into Girls' Day at the beach and, like, would chat to us about stuff and, you know, me. Oh, my God. He was, like, so open to talking about sex and talking about dating yeah. and talking about, like, fucking penises and circumstances decision yeah. and like me and S grilled him to too yeah. and he was like totally totally chill but like you know you can't fake sexual attraction and you can't like nope. you need that first and foremost and if you don't feel it there's I think women kind of lead themselves on a bit longer than guys do with like waiting for that those feelings to develop and happen because sometimes they do happen slowly it, it does but like other times most of the time they don't and probably take that as a sign and for him um, he, he actually did like he moved randomly okay, and ghosted yeah, I you. should probably unpack this too. But like I think for him, if it wasn't gonna happen after four dates, it was never gonna happen. And then also to be to put it in his perspective and his shoes, like would you actually want to fuck somebody who was still deciding if they wanted to fuck you or not? Like it's kind of degrading, no matter how hot that person is. You know, like I think for him in his mind, he was like, well she clearly isn't interested in me or like this would have already happened. But I think, like... Just imagine your beach date with this super hot guy. How long would your panties have lasted? (laughs) I mean, they didn't last long on the first date. (laughs) So there you go. Like, that's what I mean. But still, like, if he had said to me, hey, I just got out of a serious relationship. I was with my ex for a year and a half. We lived together. I just moved out of their apartment. And I'm now, like learning how to be single again while also grieving the breakup also like grieving what i thought was like sure but you know the person i was gonna get married to you don't he doesn't need to wait for you to be ready like the fuck who are you like you know who am i you know what i mean like who am i not on a dating app like no you're right right. you, you know i guess so yeah so i guess i mean after that fourth date we did continue talking and like we had tentative date uh tentative date plans for like a few days after that and then there was like a tropical storm that day or like some kind of crazy rainstorm so we couldn't hang out like just because of the weather and then we rescheduled for like two days later and that day um we were both like lazy and tired so I thought like and we talked about that so I thought that there was like an understanding that we were just gonna like rain check again but then he like was like oh well you're so far from me too and then I pieced it together and I realized that he wasn't in Brooklyn anymore because he had talked about the fact that he might sublet in Harlem. And so I texted him, I'm like, wait, like, did you move to Harlem? And he was like, yeah, like, I thought you knew. And I was like, how the fuck would I know? Yeah. Like, was I supposed to sense you leaving the borough? Yeah, it was so weird because you guys were talking that week and texting. Like, all throughout the week. He didn't mention, like, I'm packing today, just picked up some moving boxes. I'm actually moving to Harlem this week. Right. Like, it was so weird that he didn't, he kept talking to you without mentioning. Like, it felt like he was honestly avoiding telling you he was moving. Yeah, it was so shady because, like, Friday night after we canceled our plans because of the weather... 
we continued to talk for the entire night. Like we texted all night. He's like, so what are you up to? I talked to him about like, I was like, oh, I'm going to like get stoned and paint something. And then started talking to him about like random like crafts and like things that I was doing around the house, you know, home improvement shit. Like it was such like, like not serious conversation. Like at any point he could have been like, oh, well I moved by the way. Yeah. And I would have been like, oh, that's a bigger life update. Let's talk about that. Yeah. I mean, he, he didn't tell you because he didn't want to, which is just a weird, because if he did want to try, like, a last hurrah to fuck you, like, first of all, he would have gotten fucked because you were, like, pretty set on the, the fifth date, like, happening. Um, but, like, he just never told you. And I don't know. It was just so weird. So weird. So weird. Yeah. And so at this point, it's been about a month since that last exchange where he was like, oh, haha, I thought you knew. And I was like, I'm not even going to dignify this with a response because it's so shady and yeah. also so weird Yeah. that I just don't even know how to approach it. Like, I want to be, I want to let him know that it's weird and shady, but I also, I don't want to fight about it. I just yeah. want him to understand that he's being weird and to give me an explanation, not even an explanation, just be like, oh, sorry, I, like, I should have told you, like, I, it was a hectic week. Yeah. Literally just say, say those words to me. It was a hectic week and that's it. Yeah. But so, you know, I never like responded back. So I guess technically I, you know, he was the last one to respond, but. So you ghosted him. I technically ghosted him, but it felt like he brushed me off. You know, totally. Yeah. So yeah, it's been a month since then. Um, Honestly, like after going back to the drawing board, going on this date with, um, you know, hot guy in Williamsburg and that not panning out and just like going back on the apps and like texting people in general, um, like I am tempted to message him again. Like I do want to like message him and be like, hey, like, how's it going? Like, what the fuck happened here? Yeah. Because he was, like, really, like, he was fun to hang out with. Like, we had a lot in common. We had really good conversation. Um, And he was just, like, someone that was, like, easy to hang out with. Like, he would just, you know, I'd be like, we should try this place. And he'd be like, that looks awesome. We should totally do that. And we'd go. And we'd, you know, he was just, like, down for whatever. And we had a really good time together. Yeah, but it's not easy anymore because he lives in Harlem. It's not. So, like. But still, like, the fact that I knew that. The fact that we had that period of time where things were easy and we had a great time together. and Sure, but it was easy because you guys lived like two streets away from each other in the same neighborhood. Well, that and was only like, true for our first date. For the next few dates after, he was in Greenpoint, which granted is a bit further. But like, still, like I have a car. I go back to Westchester and pass through, you know, uptown New York City. Uh, yeah. at least once or twice a month so it's just like I mean maybe he's I mean he's obviously going through shit as well with his visa and whatever and like I think um I think he also was aware that you just got out of a breakup and needed to also go through the motions of dating other people and stuff mm-hmm. like you know I think he just you guys both I don't think it's like completely done for sure I think you can reach out to him in the future but I also think you owe yourself you know more time to fuck around a bit for me it's like I feel like I need to owe myself the self-respect of not reaching out to him after he was so okay with this just tapering off and never hearing from me. Yeah, again. but is it to give him a scolding? <laughs> no, that's it. Like I didn't like I didn't respond because I didn't want to give him a scolding. I right. didn't feel like I wanted to I, I didn't want to reprimand him for not telling me that he moved. I just wanted him to realize that it was weird and like volunteer some kind of explanation. Yeah. I mean his lack of explanation is saying a lot. Yeah. So, I don't know. 
it's like a weird one that's still like in the back of my mind because I'm like we were a match like we like granted I was still figuring things out and whatever but we were at least people who enjoyed each other's company and it's just weird to watch that disappear so quickly yeah yeah but you know like do you also want to get into a whole like mini relationship with someone who lives in Harlem and you live like in fucking Brooklyn I know I don't want to do like the long distance New York relationship fuck again fuck that you know like honestly like maybe it's just more issues than it's worth you know and maybe life will set up in a way that he finds a genuine apartment somewhere back in Brooklyn so maybe yeah man okay so that's the episode this week guys hope you enjoyed hearing a little bit of our covid dating yeah hope that you guys are getting back out there too if you feel safe if you do if you have qualms if you have questions if you have um your own covid dating advice that you want to share with us go ahead and slide in our dms you know where to find us on twitter instagram facebook um, you know, and everywhere else. Yep. And, you know, we always do love your shout outs and we miss you guys. So I miss you too. creep back in there. I mean, I miss you too. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> do you miss me, B? I, I do. <laughs> so yeah. Um, slide into the DMs and, uh, we'll see you yeah. in a couple weeks. We'll see, you, we'll see you when we see you. Okay. We're real yeah. free form these days. Yeah. So yeah, this season, I know some of you've been asking, but like, it's going to be a bit more free form season four. We're kind of going back to basics. So, um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully we give you some old fashioned, good BNL content. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thanks guys. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Did we have any other COVID takeaways? Uh, not really. <laughs> <laughs>